Hey guys, welcome back to episode 11. Harry, dude, what happened at the barbershop? I mean, we did this in episode 4. We're back. What happened? It's not as bad. Yeah, you know, can you just walk It's It's, it's walk not as bad, bro. But, you know, I go to my barber. I say, buddy, I need you to, to fade me up nice. He goes, hey, I got you. I said, don't cut above my eyebrow. I want you to leave this right here. He says, I got you. And then he drenches me in water. I can't see. I can't see for the majority of the haircut. Drenched in water. I'm not even joking. It was dripping down my fucking the curtain they put on you, bro. It's dripping down, and I can't see. There's water falling in my eyes. I, I open them, and what do I know? My hair is gone again, bro. And I made the same mistake, and, and it's over. And now I have to stay like this for another two months, bro. God. And then in, and then in two months, you'll call me again, and you'll say, Chris, I have to get a haircut before the podcast. And I'll say, Harry, that's a mistake. And you won't listen. You'll say, bro, it won't mess me up. I mean, that's ridiculous. It sounds like you literally had water in your eyes. You're like, well, I hope this is going well. And the next thing you know, right. you open your eyes, and you're just fucked. That's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> he, 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 he. One minute my hair was there, the next it was gone. I, I couldn't see what was happening, anybody. Every, I, I, this is, well, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see. I don't think it's as bad as it was, episode three. But this is uh, this is episode 11 of Chris and Harry Unplugged. If you don't know who we are, I'm Chris. That's Harry. Uh, we're two Gen Z Democrats uh, who talk about politics every week. Um, sometimes lighthearted leads, sometimes very seriously. Um, if you're if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. If if you've been watching us uh, for for the last few weeks, we greatly appreciate it. Uh, I think last week went very well uh, in terms of the reception of a little bit more of a laid back podcast. So we're going to try that again. We're going to do a little combination of news and then talk about some stuff that happened to me on Twitter. Uh, I I got I got some articles written about me in the last few days about uh, <laughs> I had a, I had a post go viral on Twitter. Do about. We're up to about 10 million views as of right now in the last three days. And um, people think I'm paid by the DNC. There's also some, which I'm obviously not, and I'll get into. And also, you know, people thought, well, I'll, I'll wait till we get there. But, um, yeah. Yeah, and we'll talk about that when we get Harry's going to talk about some news. And, uh, yeah, let's let's jump right into it. Um, first of all, I think I think we should address this. I think we should address this together. I've talked to you about this this week, but you don't know I'm pulling it up. I have to shock you a little. I'm sorry. I have to do this. Sometimes you have to do this for the raw, for, right. for the blind raw react. Um, blind react. Can you see my screen? I, I can see your screen. Yeah. So this is a, this is a Hill article. Democrats express frustration with Biden's poll numbers. Senate Democrats say Biden's poll numbers are quote concerning and frustrating, but they are doubtful. Any messaging shift by the White House will change how voters feel about him. With Democrat senators saying, you know, you've got to be concerned about these numbers. There's no enthusiasm. He's done a good job, but he's just too old. And then, you know, this Who goes on that? and on. That was, um, he's done well, but he's just too old. That was, I was a Democratic Senate. senator who requested to be anonymous. Ah, uh, okay. Um, All right. So they're hiding. Huh? They're hiding. But I, I, I know there's a, you know, John Tester said, said, you know, he's to be concerned. Another one said this anonymously, but the CNN poll shows that Biden's approval rating stands at 39% and 67% of Democrat Democratic voters say the Democratic Party should nominate someone other than Biden. And this goes on and on. I mean, that's a real thing. That's the general jest. Mm. Um, and that was a Hill article that did pretty well. So I'm, I'm curious what you think about that. I think a lot of people see you and I um, as, you know, very staunch Biden supporters. Um, and we often don't touch on the fact that he is unpopular. He is almost just barely slightly more popular than Trump was at this same time, which is unbelievable to think about. And I kind of want to get your uh, thoughts on why. 
because I think you and I can say, and most Democrats can say he's been productive, but he's unpopular. And, and I want to know why. What, what do you think? Well, you know, two things. I have two thoughts here, and I might this might be an extended rant, so I apologize. But two things. On the poll numbers, you know, I look at the poll numbers. Of course, I, I look at all the polls, and, you know, it's something I do in presidential elections, midterms, and things like that, as I'm sure you folks do as well. And these polls don't concern me to the degree that they have previously. And the reason why is that, you know, Polls in 2020 were somewhat off. They weren't they weren't out of the margin of error, but they were off. Uh, but the polls in 2022, you know, underestimating the support that the Democrats had in the Senate and the House and things like that, were certainly wrong. They were they overestimated how well the Republicans were going to do. Democrats actually did really well with Biden and his policies. You know, two years in the presidency, and still the Democrats expanded our majority in the Senate. We only lost the House by around five seats, uh, and possibly have a clearer path to the House now with certain redistricting taking place in different states. And with special elections that have happened around the country, Democrats have overperformed, especially when there's been abortion on the ballot. So to me, I'm looking at these polls and I'm like, these numbers are not connecting to the elections we're seeing happen around the country, even in deep red states such as Kansas and Ohio with abortion. Um, so that's one. I'm not, that's why primarily they don't, they don't, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was – no, no, that's fine. I, I want you to continue. I was going to interject with a question. Um, do you think that it compar comparatively 2020, 2022, and now, you know, you talk about some of the more local elections in different states. Do you think that there is more of a – do you think there's a different – this is anecdotal, but do you think that there's a different vibe in the air? Do you think there's more just – there's just, you know, they might have – they might have – overperformed in 2020 or especially in 2022 but it's not like they were being pulled you know so pessimistically if that makes sense or do you think that's not valid what do you mean by pulled pessimistically like like there seems to be it's not just you know the polling isn't there or the polling is flat for example you know people might not show up people aren't excited it's not that people aren't excited it's that people are not happy Mm. I mean, he's polling, you know, we saw, I can go back to the article, but we saw, you know, um, not just like a, a lower approval rating for Biden or, or maybe, you know, people are talking about less excitement, but we're talking about, you know, we're talking about 58% of Americans have an unfavorable impression of Biden and three quarters of respondents say, are they, they're concerned about his age now. I think I would disagree with this. I, I, I know I would disagree with this. But I, the reason I bring it up and I, and I hit you with this before we get into anything else, and maybe we'll talk about this for a while, is because I just feel like there's, you know, and, and it'll get into my Twitter thing, but there is a little bit of a disconnect between how we talk and how Americans feel. And, and I know that we really like Biden, but I think it's reasonable if, if I have to imagine if we were to pick people who listen to our podcast this would probably be one of the top questions is you guys talk so highly about him and you like him, which is reasonable, but, but he, why is he so unpopular? Well, um, as to why, which was kind of like second part of those, what those democratic senators were talking about and your question, I think why is nuanced. It's multifaceted, but in my view, there's like a couple main reasons. One being like economic factors like inflation and all those things kind of that hit around that. Now, you know, 
Biden's not responsible for those things. He is not, you know, pulling a lever that makes inflation go up and down. We know this. This has been reported widely. But Americans are still feeling the effects of inflation. And maybe Americans who don't pay attention to politics like we do are not, you know, reading this every day and seeing like, oh, yeah, Biden's not actually controlling inflation. It just happens to be the, um, you know, he happens to be president during this time, uh, you know, of, of the global economy kind of shifting and, and being on, on unsteady legs. Now, the second main reason as to why I think Biden is not as po- as popular as I'd hope he would be is because of partisanship, is because of the divide we have in America. You know, like there's, we're so divided, we're so fractured that, you know, people are, it's very tribalistic, like people are picking sides more so than I think we were prior. And, you know, it's, and people feel more inclined to pick a side um, as opposed to maybe being like, well, I don't really know or, you know, things like that. So anyway, I think it's I, like, yeah. you know what I mean? No, I mean, I agree with that. Um, I, I agree with that 100 uh, percent. I think, you know, a, a lot of people learn um, a lot of people in the political sphere and people who continue to look at politics, like you said, learn very quickly that, you know, politics is a very hard game because, you know, we're we're such an interesting country in the fact that, you know, a lot of people don't pay attention to politics or if they do, they they don't pay attention enough to care enough to vote. For example, you know, the majority of people don't vote. Um, And so it it can be hard in a political atmosphere to understand how are all Americans feeling? How are Americans who are actually going to vote feeling? And then beyond that, how many Americans have a deep or, 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 you know, a, a, a deep understanding of what's causing these issues, which I'm not sure anyone necessarily will have those answers even i'm not trying to suggest we have those answers but i'm trying to suggest you know who is who's really paying attention and who's not which again is is fine if you don't i think harry and i have talked extensively about how we're nerds so we just we're losers so we pay attention to shit all day um but i mean and obviously but the other factor becomes age you know he's 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 an old guy i think we can all agree he's an old guy and i've seen I've seen the messaging shift. I've seen the messaging amongst Democrats almost we were almost on I say we because I'm a Democrat, not because I have anything to do with our messaging. But I, I I almost see I almost see Democrats taking a back foot all of a sudden. I almost see us going from Joe is the guy to yeah, he's old, yeah, he's a grandpa, yeah, he goofs, but he's better than the alternative. And I'm, I I just really am curious on your thoughts of again. I, I would probably disagree with that, but I'm just curious about you know. I know that everybody, regardless of how much you like him, can see the age. We can see the age. The question is, how much will he age in the next two years? He's already aged in two years. How much will he age in two more? And then if he wins again in several more. And how much is that going to affect the perception of people going to the voting booth? In 2024. Well, look, you know, I was on I was on Breaking Points recently, which I'm, if you're watching this on YouTube, you might know it's like a really popular uh, political commentary channel. And they asked a similar question. And I said, I think concerns about Biden's age are valid. I don't think that anybody's being like, oh, he's old. I'm like, no, no, no I'm not shrugging it off. No, I think that's valid. Um, but look, I'm 20, right? I'm young. I have no concerns personally, concerns about his age. And the reason being is that at least in, in terms of leadership, I understand Americans do, but in terms of his leadership, I have no problems because 
there are so many people around the president so that even, let's just say hypothetically age does become a factor and it actually does catch up to Biden, which I don't think it has so far, but let's just say it does. There are so many people around him. And when, you, and when you're voting for president, you're not only voting for the president, you're voting for the vice president, the people in the cabinet, the people in uh, the judicial branch, uh, you know, all these different appointees that Biden's going to have. There's so many people around him and we have a vice president for a reason, right? We have a vice president for a reason. Um, and, you know, given his accomplishments, given what he's done during his term, for me, for me, the major policy he's passed, the fact that this guy who Republicans say is old is the one of the most productive presidents in modern American history. I'm like, go for it again. Let's keep it going. Let's keep this going. And the fact of the matter is that people have to remember is that even if you think Biden is old and you think he's this or that and whatever, remember that the alternative is Donald Trump, the twice impeached, four time indicted sexual abuser. You've heard the story before. So uh, I would rather take, and I've said this, I actually said this to Chris on the phone the other day. It, even if Biden was half asleep, couldn't walk, didn't know where he was, all these things, he would still be a better president than Donald Trump. But what do you, I mean, like, what do you think? Like, do you think the age is, yeah, you know, it's interesting. you know, it's, it's interesting. Um, I, I hear you. I think, you know, in terms of you say everyone wants to be tribalistic, I think is the word used. Um, mm -hmm. Is that even, is that, uh, anyways. I hope so. I, almost, I hope it's a word. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope that's a word, right? Um, but I've actually turned from, in terms of his age, I'm, I'm, I have not, um, currently I am not taking a super strong position on it. I think my general thought is that it's not, I'm also not concerned with it right now, but I think it's, it's valid. Now, uh, you know, in terms of a conversation about, that's Biden as a whole, in terms of a conversation about Biden versus, versus, versus Trump, for example, um, I just, you know, will never see an argument where Biden's age should really even be talked about. You know, this isn't, this isn't, this just isn't the time. This isn't the place. I, I don't think that there's any reasonable concerns um, where any person should say, oh, Biden's older. So, you know, either I'm not going to vote or I'm going to vote for Trump. That's not reasonable. But in terms of, you know, is his, I, I think I'm, I'm not concerned with his age right now, but I would be lying if I said I don't consistently think about the fact that the presidency and everyone's seen the pictures, this job ages you like no other. And everyone has seen famous photos of presidents when they start and when they finish. Obama, for I mean, I'm 21. Obama's the one that immediately comes to mind. I mean, Obama in eight years, even in four years, aged quite a bit. Uh, it's a stressful job. And I, I really like, you know, we're going to talk about in a second, we're going to talk about Biden's trips this week. Uh, yeah. And he killed it. I mean, he killed it. Even Even Fox News was like, yeah, he's you know, been in five different places in, in five different days and he's staying up all night and he's getting no sleep and, you know, uh, he's, he's doing great. And I think the doctors agree. And I think in terms of physical shape, he's in better shape than Trump. Um, I think in general, he's, he's more fit to be president than Trump. I, I see Republic, I see Republicans talk about this, like at least never Trumpers talk about this, where they say, you know, I see Biden bike every day. I see him walk. I see him exercise. His doctor says that he, even just in the White House, he exercises every day. He's a fit guy. Donald Trump is not a fit guy. And also, you know, I hate this narrative that, you know, Biden can't talk. Biden can't do this. You know, I, I, 
can I have a much like there's a he's much better spoken like he's clear spoken compared to like Donald Trump. I watched the most recent Trump interview with Tucker Carlson. It was nonsensical. It was almost hard to keep up with. And I, in my opinion, I don't think that occurs with Biden. But I'd, I'd be lying if I said I'm I'm not growing. I'm not I'm not thinking about the idea that in two years he has aged. And I'm curious where he will be at in two more years. Um, and I'm just kind I of mean, at, at the moment. I'm I'm I'd argue staunchly that it's not a problem. It's not a factor. And we should not be talking about it. But I think it's a I think it's a valid concern. And I'm taking more of a back foot of let's see where we're at in two years. Sure. I mean, look. And, and by the way, I know you didn't mean it that way. But Chris means like he's still going to vote for Biden. Just for the preference, because you oh, of, you're like, of course, I mean, in two years, of course, right, of course. I, someone I mean, could have misinterpreted I, that. There's no, there's no, there's no question here, right? You know, did, no I, question. did I just get clipped? Did I just get clipped? No, 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 no. You didn't get clipped. No, you're right. Um, I mean, I, no, yeah, I, I, I mean, understood what you meant. I want to make it clear because again, I bring this up. You know, this might be a sudden shift for people who have watched me. They're like, what is what's going on? I'm trying to break the mold. This idea that look, I'm. I, if you listen to me, if you look at me on Twitter, if you see me at all, you know that I am a staunch. Biden supporter. I, I agree with Eric. He's been one of the most productive in so long. I just think for a second there should be a, a reasonable conversation about let's break the mold a little bit. Let's talk about things that are uncomfortable for us to talk about. I don't like talking about um, you know, this this factor that plays into Biden because again, I don't think people should be talking about it because we're facing, like Harry said, the the threat of fascism in the United States. We're, we're facing the threat of the EPA being gutted. We're facing the threat of a, of a sexual assaulter who has 91 felonies. That's not, I just don't think it's even reasonable to be talking about this, but I think that um, I was just curious on Harry's thoughts, and I, I don't no, know. And, and I appreciate that, and I actually think you kind of said something earlier in what you were saying is right, is that I think it's perfectly fine for people to have individual concern about the president's age no, no, no issue. I think you have to make that determination by yourself. Um, but what I what I don't think is reasonable is using Biden's age against him in a race against Trump. So I agree with you in the sense that, you know, Biden's age when it comes to running against Trump, who is facing over 700 years in prison. Let me say that again. Over 700 years in prison for crimes against this country. There's no there's no conversation to even be had about his age. Right. It's yeah. decency versus criminality folks you know? right exactly i agree um and I'd, i'll hammer it home the point again of just productivity i mean this guy has been yeah. so good so productive um but the other reason I, I i bring it up and even if you know people i'm sure people on twitter will run wild with you know something i said <laughs> but part of the reason i bring it up is because i also like that you know i think that there should be more people in politics who are willing to uh, speak about how they feel in the moment and they're willing to continue to open their mind and maybe shift later. So for the last, you know, I'm talking about how I feel, how I've kind of felt the last few weeks. I'm like, hmm, I drive around and I think about how he'll age in two years. I drive around and think about the concerns. I drive around and I think about these polls and I ask myself why. And um, But, you know, maybe in maybe in six months when you see me on a podcast, I'll say I just don't, you know, Biden is sharper than or i'll say you know biden's yeah god forbid i say biden's too old you know i'm just saying open your mind be willing to have conversations with people i think there's too many people in politics nowadays harry that uh are are so you know tribalistic they're unwilling to talk about things that um they don't want to talk about so just thought i'd bring it up no i, I it's it's definitely um 
it the, the the age conversation about Biden is certainly not a fun one for Democrats, but it might not be fun for me as compared to the different to other people because when I'm thinking about why it's not fun, why it's just like I just don't care to talk about it, it's because I genuinely just don't think it's a factor. Like I, I don't think that the age of Biden should be talked about at all in comparison to Donald Trump or the election or if he's if we should reelect him again. And I want to remind everybody, Donald Trump is three years younger than Joe Biden, right? So when you have all these and by, and let me let me say something else. When you have all these Republicans saying Biden's too old, Biden's too old, remember that Donald Trump is three years younger and the Republicans still have Chuck Grassley in the Senate. He's about to be 90 years old, right? Republicans in Iowa reelected Chuck Grassley. He's still sitting on committees in the Senate. He still has a significant amount of power. One senator actually has a, a decent amount of power, uh, especially depending on the committees they sit on. Republicans have no problem with 90-year-old Chuck Grassley who sends out the most inco- incoherent tweets ever and who was, you know, uh, presumed or was trying to preside over the joint session of Congress on January 6th. People are investigating that right now. No problem with that guy being in the Senate. No problem with Donald Trump who's three years younger than Joe Biden. But Joe Biden – and look, the age thing and these like little petty attacks like the age, like the Hunter Biden things – the reason that you see it so often and the reason that Republicans continue to hit on it is because it's all they have. It's all they have. Biden has been one of the most productive presidents in modern American history. Policy that helps everybody in a bipartisan way, whether it be infrastructure, whether it be lowering health care costs. These things help everybody. Republicans can't attack him on that because they realize that Americans actually do support you know, investing in roads and bridges. Americans uh, do support I- lowering health care costs. So they can't attack them on that. So they come up. They're sitting there in their in their rooms, getting funded by the Co- the Koch brothers and all these other uh, big Republican donors, thinking like, "What's the best we can do on Biden that might actually resonate?" Age Hunter Biden. That's all they yeah, have. Yeah, I, I so actually think that's a. I actually think that that's a fantastic point. That's like a really good point. That they're they're the obvious reason that they're going to hit on age, 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 age is because you look fucking foolish when you say. This fucking guy invested tons of money in infrastructure and mental health care. What a piece of shit. You know, right. 80% right. of Americans are going to look at you like, what the fuck are you talking about? So honestly, maybe I'm doing a disservice by even bringing it up because the first 23 no. minutes of our podcast should be talking about, <laughs> you know, the actual good things that he's done. So no, no, but, the, but the, the, it's good to have these conversations because it's clearly something that has infiltrated the minds of many Americans. And I don't think, as I said earlier, I don't think it's unjustified. I don't think it's incorrect for this to be a thought in many Americans, but understand that where the claim is coming from. Nobody, and, and this is also a crucial point, not a single person who works near Biden or has worked in the White House and left, not a single person has ever said that Biden can't do the job. Not a single person close to Biden and his family, nobody. Nobody has said he can't do the job. Donald Trump, when people left, they called him incompetent. They said he's not mature enough to do the job, right? So the only place that this claim is originating from is the Republicans. They are manufacturing this age issue to to genuinely sway the opinions of American people on, on Biden. And I want to reiterate, it would be a different story if every single White House staffer and, and person who was meeting with the White House and Biden was like, yeah, Biden's like not – he can't do it, Right. The president of Vietnam today was like, Biden, you've aged – you're better than you were. Like, you've aged great. So everybody that talks to Biden is like, yeah, you're great. Your age is clearly not affecting you. All that stuff. Oh, but Donald Trump says age is a factor. So just keep in mind that where these claims are coming from, it's designed to make people question Biden because there's nothing else to question him on. 
I agree. Boom. I think that's right. I think that's very well said. Yeah. I think that's very I mean, well hey, said. When you have world leaders, there's not a single world leader who's been like, you know, and there are plenty of world leaders who don't like Biden, right? Like you have Putin, you have Xi Jinping, you have all these these leaders who don't like Biden. They've all praised him. They've all praised his mental acuity. The president of Vietnam praised him today. Even Kevin McCarthy during the debt ceiling negotiations. I like remember Biden's, that. He's a really smart guy. He, Ted he, Cruz yeah. said that Biden rolled the Republicans over. Right. So what's the issue here, folks? I mean, right. if, if, if let's dive into the claim. Let's see where these claims. I'm sorry. I'm ranting about this stuff because it's so frustrating. No, I mean, so I think it's reasonable. I, I, I was really curious on your thoughts. And I think I think you said it very well. We'll just have to see where it goes. I just see numbers like 67 percent. A voter say the party should nominate someone other than Biden. That's, that's crazy to me. That's a I mean, tough number. It's a tough number. It's a tough number. But there's – and I, I want to remind folks that don't panic. Just work hard. And remember, uh, we still have some trials to look forward to, folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have right, some trials okay. to look forward to for, you know, for, for the former guy. Anyway, yeah, and, and um, look, this is like I didn't even scroll far. No, I think you're absolutely right. We have some trials that are going to change things a lot. But even, even someone in this article served as an advisor to the Democratic uh, a campaign committee said Biden's message on the economy isn't breaking through because quote Americans are just not paying attention. They are so burned out on politics. Only one out of two eligible voters in America even registered to vote, uh, which I was talking about earlier. Um, he thinks that the disengagement is a major factor behind Biden's weak numbers. So maybe it is. Maybe I think, and, 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 yeah. and I, I want to make, you know, something, something that's also important to note with these numbers is that again, in 2008, at this time, Rudy Giuliani was the leading Republican candidate in 2012. At this time, there were people calling, writing opinion pieces for Obama to give way to Hillary Clinton to be the nominee for the same reasons. He's unpopular. He's not going to get reelected. So just we are 14, 15 months out from the election. There's so much time to put in that work, do our part, and get President Biden reelected. So let's not feel doom and gloom. Let's do this. We can. I agree. I agree. Well said. Look at that, bro. I mean, wow. I mean do I even have to Very talk good. about Biden's trips? I feel like I just kind of like no, hammered everything about. I, I mean, you did. I, I'm sorry for like taking us off track a little bit. Um, I want to do something like a little bit different. Um, no, no, no. I mean, I do, should I go? I, I don't think. Do I have to go over the trips? I mean, anyway, you can do I, whatever I can give a quick you want. summary. All right, I'll just give a quick summary for the people. Uh, I mean, this guy, this is the last thing we'll talk about when in, in Biden's age because I want to get to Chris's thing, which is <laughs> – it's it's funny. It's funny. Unbelievable. Um, so for the people on YouTube, I guess, yeah, I mean, like, look, I'll, I'll share my screen really quickly. Um, can you, you – you can see this, right? Yep. Okay. So uh, even on Fox News today – Yeah, this is uh, right. The, this is what I was talking about earlier. Or, yeah, sorry, this I'm is what you were referencing earlier. Yeah. Yep. No, this, yeah, this is what we were referencing earlier. Okay. Fox News today even admitted that you know their own arguments about Biden being sleepy or weak is just BS because Peter Ducey, uh said that Biden had been traveling the entire world, working all through the night, the equivalent of an all-nighter, right? How is someone who's sleepy and weak able to pull all-nighters while traveling across the continent of Asia, right? And, and with jet lag, yeah. with all this stuff, you know? Yeah, and you can immediately see in the video that he's just like he uh, literally immediately like realizes like oh fuck I just got fucking, <laughs> I just got clipped. Should I play it? Do you want me to play it? Yeah, yeah, play it, play it. All right, let's let's run it. He has been basically working all through the night, at the equivalent of an all-nighter Eastern time. So he's probably pretty tired, pretty jet lagged, but. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> you see that at the end, bro? Yeah. I mean, he's like, but. He, and then he froze because he realized. Because right, he's like, but uh, he's sleepy and can't get anything done, I guess. <laughs> And yeah, you know, oh, you know, man. now I'm even now I'm even kind of chained. Like again, I, I really like flow. I think it's really good to like keep your mind open and flow a lot and think about these things. Um, I think about them constantly. But like again, I just thought to myself, you know, it's almost I, I almost kind of agree more all of a sudden with your, you know, it's it's a manufactured thing because though though the Republicans will grasp onto anything. I mean, there was a minute there where there was Fox News hosts suggesting that the the cocaine found in the White House was Biden's. And that Biden shouldn't be doing co- it's like, hold on. Is he is he is he like methed out on cocaine, just like wired off coke and he's got the nuclear codes <laughs> and he can do anything? Or is he is he sleeping all night and he's barely able to? I mean, what is it? It's just it's whatever they can grasp on. So maybe. You, yeah, I think that's actually very valid. You know, because I this is like I think you and I look at it like we're we're in politics but we look at slightly different things on a daily basis i think just a little bit yeah. oh, i think yeah, we kind of look the the big things that happen like we both pay attention to but we pay attention to a little bit of a, a different kind of things and i have oh, for always sure. followed the age narrative on the right cuz i'm trying to understand like what they actually see and i've thought about this a lot and it's it is a manufactured thing it's really just a wow. made up thing um, yep. and then the final thing i'll i'll show you on on this issue is what President Biden, at the time of filming this, I don't know if, it, I don't think he'll still be on this hiatus uh, when we release this episode, but this is what Biden's doing right now. Right now, this was a couple hours ago, it's 10 a.m. in Vietnam where Joe Biden's already a couple hours into day five of his trip around the world and trip to India and Vietnam. He's now, And then there's a map for the people on YouTube. You can see the trip that Biden's about to embark on, which is crazy. Uh, he, he's going on this like 30-hour marathon, which includes six meetings in Vietnam, a 10-hour flight to Alaska where he'll commemorate the 22nd anniversary of 9-11, and then another seven-hour flight to D.C. where he's going to land at around midnight. And this is you know following the four days prior that he's been in Asia. So how – again, I really question if the Republicans are – if there are Republicans watching, I really question how can someone be sleepy and their age is doing all this if they are traveling literally around the world that's and having constant meetings? I mean, yeah, that's incredible. And the quote there says, it's a big basement and being satirical <laughs> about – you know, right? That's actually – dude, that's incredibly impressive. That is incredibly impressive. Yeah. I mean, and so, look, yeah. I, I – the, the only the only thing and this I promise this is the last thing I'm going to say about this as a lot of people know I used to live in Ireland um, and you know there's like a five to six hour uh, time difference between you know the east coast of the United States and Ireland and I remember when I was younger taking these and remember younger full of energy taking these like five hour flights being jet lagged and being wiped out couldn't operate couldn't function along with my family along with everybody else that we traveled with so the fact that this guy is going from East Coast United States to Asia and giving press conferences, having meetings, and then flying, you know, hours across the Pacific Ocean right. is right. as someone who's experienced Insane. serious jet lag, mind boggling. Mind boggling. God. Yeah. All right, that's let's, it. I promise. Let's Done. go, bro. Now you're dead. Honestly, that was like dude, I lobbed it up. I was like, I don't really have much to say on this. I just want to hear what he has to say. And now you've got me like literally hyped. I'm like, bro, this man's this like, that was convincing. I have to say that was very convincing. Appreciate that. Well, the, I yeah. think about it a lot, man. Appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. So, yep. <laughs> so anyway, that's the <laughs> that's yeah, the Joe I can't Biden that was age. Thirty-two thing. minutes. That's crazy. Yeah, I just I'm, I apologize like if I just like fucking ranted like that. No, man. I oh like it. Dude. I like it. I, I just really hope Good I didn't stuff. get absolutely. I hope I didn't get like clipped. I hope I didn't suggest that I wasn't going to vote for Biden. No. 
No, but, you're, you're, you have an open mind, which is probably more, it's more commendable than, you know, a lot of people in our field, truly. That's, that's true. You want to name them off? You want to name the people in our field? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like? Uh, uh, no, I'm joking. All right, <laughs> let's, let's, let's do so your, I want, I want to hear what you have to say, man. So let's, let's take a look at this, okay? We're just going to pull this up, guys. I mean, if you're, and I'll explain, obviously, if you're, um, oh, wait, whoops. Where, where am I? Oh, sorry. You have to give me one second. You, literally, technical difficulties. Te- technical difficulties. It's trying to pull up my Twitter DMs. They say, here we go, here we go, here we go. Okay, now I'm ready. Now I'm ready. All right, so we're going to take a look at this. This is my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> this is a tweet from September 7th. As you're watching this, it's September 11th. Um, this is a tweet I sent out. This is one of my TikToks. Okay, we'll, we'll go ahead and listen to the TikTok um, together so you can understand what's going on here. A lot of people are surprised to learn how productive the Joe Biden presidency has actually been. Like, unemployment is at a 54-year low. He's created 13 million jobs. Inflation has gone down for, like, the 14th month in a row. He's invested more money than anyone in infrastructure in the last, like, three decades. Did you even know that? He passed the first meaningful gun reform in decades. He's invested more money in climate change than any president ever. Like, half a trillion dollars. There's a lot of misinformation about that one. New leases for oil drilling projects have decreased 97% under Biden compared to Trump. Did you know that? The list goes on and on and on and on. He's been inclusive. He invests tons of money in mental health care. I mean, compare this to the other guy who's being indicted one, two, three, four, I don't know how many times on RICO charges. He's been impeached twice. He's got a second defamation lawsuit. He sexually assaults women. I mean, what are we doing? He's trying to keep himself out of jail. And the only thing I can ever hear about Joe Biden is they're like, Chris, Joe Biden is old. Joe Biden is old. I'm here to tell you right now. We don't care. <laughs> we don't care. So, that's that. Um. Oh wait. Whoops. Oh, sorry. Sorry. The techno difficulty. Oh. All right. All right. Here we go. Sorry. I clicked the wrong button. My camera's back on. So that's the there video. Right. Now, if if you're on YouTube here, you can see nine point seven million views. Right. Insane. 10, Ten million views on this tweet. Um. <laughs> it was not well received. <laughs> Two million actual video views, 187 new followers. I got three and a half thousand likes. We're at ten and a half thousand comments. So that that's what you call a ratio. You call that a ratio. And then we have call a readers ratio. added context. They thought people might want to know. Chris's talent agency is paid by the DNC, and it links to a TikTok. Now I want to say a few things about this. Okay, I want to say a few things. Um, as I pull up, I'll pull up something else about this, but. First of all, I'm not paid by the DNC. And I made a follow-up tweet by, about this. Harry and I have been labeled as paid by the DNC for a while. Um, it is true that uh, the – I don't I don't know that you call it a talent agency. You know, it's I not. Have a man, I, right, it's not a talent agency. I have a management company that essentially manages me as if, you know, think about like – and again, I hate saying this. Like truly, it, it makes me sound way – bigger than i am um but i guess if you could imagine like a a, um any type of artist or movie person having a management right and the reason that i do that is because i often especially in politics get super flooded with tons of text tons of emails dms now i'm trying to do multiple different social media platforms twitter tiktok um and i so i have uh, essentially people help me with with managing a lot of that 
Um, and if I ever feel like I need advice on anything, I say, you know, for example, should I, should I make my, you know, you're, you guys have experience with podcasts. Should I, should I make my podcast logo this, or should I, should I present it on YouTube like this? Should I make the title this, right? And this management company is, is, is quite a large company. They also, they also have a media company. That's why they're not labeled management they're labeled media and so they actually did take a payment from the dnc in october which is even before i started tiktok which is, which is just wild um to do actual advertising work for the dnc like and when i say advertising work i mean you know on a, like a tv advertisement you'd see or a youtube advertisement you'd see that has nothing to do with them managing creators however it got spun in a way that me and Harry was also implicated in this were paid some lump sum of cash to promote the DNC. And I want you to know from the bottom of my heart, I, I don't get paid to say anything that I say. Everything that comes out of my mouth is something I truly believe. And I promise you, I promise you, if you trust me at all, um, there's a lot of people in this field, uh, both equally Democrats and Republicans, who cannot say the same. I think that, um, you know, Harry and I have opportunity in this field if we wanted to, to get paid to say things that aren't true. We don't do that um, because we try to, we're just passionate about what we're passionate about. So that's, that's that, not paid by the DNC. But the other thing about this video that just got absolutely trumped was that, you know, I seem slightly out of touch. Um, you can see here, and I'll, I'll post this clip on Twitter so, you know, everyone can, can listen to me talk about this. You can see here I'm in an Audi. A lot of people are like, wow, you know, this comes off as very out of touch. Chris is in an Audi talking about how great Biden's economy is. There's people struggling. You know, I actually, and this is part of being open-minded, I actually agree with that standpoint. I looked at that video later and I said this probably does come uh, off out of touch. This is out of touch. Um, my Audi is not $70,000. My Audi is not $50,000. My Audi isn't even $10,000, you know. Uh, it's, 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 it's a nice car and I'm blessed enough to say that, um, I have support from elsewhere that isn't, isn't this. So I'm able, like I tweeted on Twitter, I'm able to chase this, um, dream of politics with support from outside sources. So I don't make a full-time living off this, but I hope to one day. Um, but it did come across out of touch. And my goal in the video was to say, you know, Biden's economy has been quite good for people who, are in less fortunate situations. Less people are working dual jobs, as in people who work two or more jobs. Less people are working two or more jobs now than 2019, before the pandemic. That stat alone is impressive. I think that there's people who are, are feeling uh, good about Biden's economy. I think real wages, when you, when you talk about uh, real wages um, with inflation uh, uh, factored in, are actually, you know, there's a little bit of a de debate around this, but they might be higher than they were pre-pandemic. People are getting paid more, and that is especially true for low-income workers. We saw an incredible surge in the last two to three years since the pandemic started of uh, this huge wage increase for the lowest earners in America. And so it's stuff like that that I, I, I'm excited about. I think it's good. I think Biden's economy is genuinely helping a lot of people. But I do understand that being in the position that I'm in, it's out of touch. And, um, you know, I think that I say this because the key in life is to always um, be aware of what you don't know. Be aware of the, the areas that you lack in. Um, 
and and keep your mind open and so that's something i'm going to go forward with and keep my mind open and try to continue to have conversations not just on the internet but with real people and in 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 this country and try to continue to uh be be smart and expand my mind um but it's been it's been a brutal couple hour or a couple days on twitter um I'm not sure what else I wanted to touch on there. I, I kind of just ranted for a while. No, um, I mean, I think you hit on some some pretty important points that, you know, have um, followed us for the past couple months, and especially it's kind of resurfacing for with you right now for um, that video you posted. And I think you're, you're, you hit it right on the nose. It's like, you know, for people watching, it's always really funny. And I, Chris and I always talk about this, like, really frequently in private. Where, you know, all of these people, these Republicans are like, yeah, you know, they got 200K from the DNC. They got all this money from the DNC and we're, we're broke. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we are not raking in the cash. We're 21, 20 years old. And, and we, we're, we don't have all this money to spend. Like we do, we do not wear designer clothes. We don't get fancy dinners. Like we, like, it's so funny. Cause I was telling Chris the other day, I was like, I had to go get dollar pizza tonight. Cause I'm not like raking in cash. He's like, yeah, me too, bro. Like, you know, tough stuff yeah. like that. And we're like, yeah, wouldn't it be nice if we actually had like 200 K salary at well, this age? It'd be great. Well, all right. You know? Exactly. Exactly. And I think again, like we, um, we're, you know, I'll speak for myself and I, I assume Harry would probably second this, that we are, um, we're, we're blessed enough to say that we, we have help from, outside sources to to be able to live you know a life with shelter and food which i'm forever grateful for um but from this 100%. from this field from this field it is um it is not it is not 200k money <laughs> no with how no, much no, no. with how much we support biden you know as we've said before <laughs> maybe 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 someone should throw us 200k for supporting Biden. Yeah, right, right. right. For, I mean, as I think we said on the Tim Dillon podcast, uh, we should be first in line. If people are handing yeah. out, if, if they're like genuinely, out. if all these Republicans know where all this money's coming, let us know. I mean, you know, let yeah. us know. Um, all right, guys, real quick. I know this episode's cutting around a lot. Um, we're, we're having some trouble. We use a, uh, a recording kind of studio, like a web studio online now. That's done us quite well as we've tried to improve the podcast. But for some reason tonight, it's having quite a bit of trouble. Um, I it's like telling us we have internet problems and we don't and try to figure it all out. Um, so I might mesh together a couple of clips. Like it, it seems like if we record for a little bit, it's fine. And then it gets longer and I, I don't know, but we are actually, you know, I, I can't I, just trust me. We're constantly looking at improving the podcast. So we really appreciate you guys st sticking with us. Um, and yeah, I, I think this probably will serve maybe as our outro to a lot of that episode. Um, it, you know, um, we appreciate everybody who's stuck with us um, and continued this journey with us through this podcast. We, we really feel like it's getting better and we keep trying to make it, make it better. Um, so yeah. Any, anything else there? No, nah, man, I think that's, I think that's it for today. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, you can see us um, on every platform, uh, TikTok, Twitter, TikTok and Twitter, Harry J. Sisson, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram threads. If anyone, anyone still uses that app <laughs> uh christy maori harry jay sis and you check us out we appreciate you watching every monday 1 p.m be easy